Hey folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And today on the show, we have a myriad of things that we have to talk about with our with our one guest that we have on the show that we've had on the show um, over the last couple weeks now, or <laughs> I guess he's, he's made some semi-frequent appearances. Uh, Mr. Anthony, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, bud. Excited to be here. You know, uh, this is this is the earliest that I have ever recorded a, a podcast for the Culture Jack podcast. Um, you want to know what my favorite part about waking up is? Lay it on me, brother. My favorite part about waking up is the prospect that I will eventually get to go back to sleep. Oh, like, <laughs> you're like, good morning. I get to sleep again oh later. Um, so I, I wanted to start... Uh, with I, it's been a few weeks now, um, so this is kind of a spoiler for uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. But we we talked about it a few weeks ago on on today's episode, and I was thinking uh, the the ramifications of Venom entering the uh, MCU and Spider Man's corner of it. Uh, we get Andy Circus back in the MCU yeah. potentially, right? Because he's uh, he was the director of Venom, Let There Be yeah. Carnage. He was also Ulysses Claw in the Black Panther and uh, Age of Ultron movies. So Andy Serkis is coming back. That's kind of a nice. If if he stays attached to it, yeah. Oh, why wouldn't he though? Like, oh, I, I, well, because directors change. Yeah, I, know. I mean, directors change, and what does that mean? Does that mean he stays attached to the Venom IP? And what is next for Venom? Because that's also the interesting thing as a standalone character and movie. So are we going to just see a brief appearance in the up and coming Spider-Man movie? Or is this a brief appearance in the next Spider-Man movie in 2027? We'll finally see. It's going to be sooner than that. It's it's going to be in Spider-Man 4. Okay, so that might be 2027. <laughs> yeah, that's a good 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 point. Um. I had a, a couple things to talk to you about a uh, a few few weeks ago, maybe months ago. At this point, um, you had started an OnlyFans account. How's that going? It's going extremely well. Apparently, people like it. <laughs> How do you know they like it? Just by cash donations? Do they send you emojis? Yeah, cash donations. They like to uh, watch me work. Okay. All right. Uh, so that is, I'm just marking off questions over here. Um, I have, uh, a few notes. Jesus. Um, one thing that I heard recently, uh, (laughs) sorry for the random nature of this episode. Okay. But one thing I heard recently, uh, was that, yeah, you know, uh, cancel culture, uh, is a, is a big thing right now. There's a lot of people that, you know, said some stuff or did some stuff that, then fans of theirs or I guess anti-fans of theirs have gathered in arms and, and said, you can't do that. We're going to, we're going to take you off the air. We're going to take you off the telly. And I look at all of these examples and I think, um, and I actually heard it from someone else. Can you really be canceled? Cause all of these people that have quote been canceled, they come back, you know, they're just, they're quiet for a while. They stay off the radar and then they come back and do their thing. So I just have a note here that says, can anyone truly be canceled or just, I guess, postponed? No, I, I think there's still people that have been canceled because we haven't seen. Have you seen Bill Cosby around lately? Well, I, I think that's a little bit different from just yeah, like, I'm just, being, I'm just saying, <laughs> I haven't seen saying something a little bit abrasive seen, and then, and then not and being, being able like to officially charged with crimes. Yeah. You know, uh, when you are, <laughs> when you're alleged of <laughs> which, over 40, uh, rapes. Which, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I, I, I guess it depends on what it is. If you're talking about like the, the lighter stuff without any kind of criminal, uh, items like, uh, the hell is the. The one guy's name, oh, his name just Kevin Spacey. We haven't seen Kevin Spacey come back at all, but we no, are. No, but he, his, his star witness, uh, or the star witness against him, or his accuser, just recently mysteriously died. Yeah, so he's he's off on all charges on that one. 
No, he is. Yeah. And so he's like, okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's like some Bill Clinton. That's uh, that's like that's like uh, some that's like some shit that uh, his his character would do in House of Cards or something, yeah. man. That's well. Anyways, <clears throat> um, I understand. I understand kind of what you're what what you're you're saying because it, it's valid too. <clears throat> Depending on what the situation, I guess, was and how long they need to take a break uh, from it. Because I also heard recently that, uh, what, what's the other comedian? Oh, I freaking I, I loved his material, too. Louis C.K.? Louis C.K. I, I heard he's got new material, and he was doing some stuff, and he's slowly kind of rising back up. Right. Um, obviously not with a TV show or what have you, but <clears throat> personally, uh, depending on what it is, what the accusations are, or what was said, in, in most cases, if you're referring to, you know, they said some something that during the time may have not have been deemed bad or good. Uh, but, and I won't say appropriate cause it probably wasn't appropriate even at the time, but it didn't mean what it means today publicly or to those groups. Oh, sure. And that's, that's what I think we we've seen a lot of to where people are like, I saw you on the internet 27 years ago and you said, right. And like, Fuck, dude, me as a person, I can't change over 27 years, and now you're going to go, like, do this cancel culture thing and try to bury me? So, but the 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 thing about it is, is especially in those cases where it is, like, trying to hold someone account to a, a, a I, well, I tw- Twitter hasn't been around for 30 years, but for, like, a, a 10, 15-year-old tweet, uh, it, it doesn't have any staying power, or so it would seem at this point, because... Like, if you think of people like, you know, Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister who did blackface or Sarah Silverman who did blackface or uh, James Gunn, who uh, made those very uh, off brand, off taste uh, tweets. They stayed quiet for a while. They made a public apology. Uh, some time passed. And now Justin Trudeau is still the prime minister. Sarah Silverman is still doing comedy. Yeah, it's. Um, the, my but point should, is, but should it be crippling though? I mean, cause that's the thing is like, what is when that stuff gets resurge as whatever, whatever the purveyor is trying to tell. Cause that's a lot of it is in the context of, I found this thing and now I'm going to project, right, right, re, right. re-project it into the media and we're going after this person for this reason. And it's like, well, should that be a mainstay on this person's docket, whether it's right, wrong or indifferent? Um, you know, I, I guess it depends really on, on what was said or done, but it, some of it just seems kind of silly to me to where it's like, no, no, it is silly. And that's my point. Um, in, in many of these cases, uh, I think, I think it's the absurdity of it is being proven by its lack of staying power. Mm. Um, and then therein that that also uh portends to you know people's short attention span as well so you could be outraged about a person really like and you get your buddies and everyone is up in arms and they are ready to destroy this person and and tear him limb by limb send him to the gulag and everything else but um then three weeks later you time passes and 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 that was like the james gunn disney strategy you know disney fired him fired him on the surface right he went over and did some dc stuff a little while later later some time has passed and he's back he's back doing guardians holiday special and guardians three and uh well yeah because there's there's yeah. there's also like no direct correlation like if you take the james gunn situation to where yes he he said something however many years ago uh but that it's it's so strange to me too because it's like a it's not relevant to the time, b you can spin your context into it however you want whatever, but most importantly in the case of him being let go at Disney, it's like okay so you're gonna drop a highly successful director that has done only good things for your franchise, okay. He of course goes somewhere else, which is where we've got the incredible Suicide Squad movie that came out this year so good yeah uh and he's like okay well i'll just go over here and do it because that comment regardless doesn't 
change how he directs and creates movies and does any of that. So he goes over to DC and kills it with Suicide Squad. And actually, there was a lot of nice things that were said from the cast uh, about James Gunn and about how he treated people and how involved he was, given the COVID situation, not... Did he say? Did he say anything like he said on the tweet? Is there whispers in the? <laughs> He's just like that creepy uncle making these really yeah. off-color jokes to you. <laughs> I know, um, but it didn't happen. Um, and, and it is. It's so. It's so weird to me. I. I think what it is is personally outside. Uh, outside of like those examples, is people are allowed for whatever reason to have the opportunity to vocalize their opinion about things that other people have done in the past. Um, and when one great gains traction, you get some of these, some of these follies of, of others. And I don't think that that even, that that's even appropriate to tell you the truth that you go under fire over something. Now, now if there's like legit shit, like, again, if you're, if you're in the mix of like the law is getting involved, okay, that's that's you're heading into a different territory, right? Um, but if it was some shit like like you and I is a perfect example. So, dude, we grew up together. We have said some shit that uh, whoa, in, whoa, 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 whoa. In context, you like not me. I remember back in 1992, <laughs> Dustin, when you rounded the corner and called me a handsome man, uh, <laughs> and I regret that. <laughs> I know. So do I. <laughs> ever since that day i've changed but but my point is is like through time through and it's not even time because it, it, it's human characteristics it's it is timing but it's also situational things i find it so fucking weird because like if we're joking around and then you regurgitate something i say or i regurgitate something you say to someone else and they find it offensive and it turns into this thing it's like Really, that conversation was never intended for you in that sense. Well, right. You know, but there's also like you you can't hold a celebrity or a person in a position of influence um, to no account. Like if I were to say some really anti-Semitic shit, shit yeah, that shit. was like, you know, these these people over here we got to get rid of these people sure and, and no one challenged me on it then there'd be someone listening that's like you know that dustin's got a point maybe those people do need to go and and my my people need to be on top or whatever so i think things need to be what <laughs> these fuck? things need to be it's fuck yeah, it's just take a different you, you, i know you people need to go my people I, need to be I'm on getting top. a razor for my head i'm shaving it off right today <laughs> um so like people need to be held to account to what they say. Uh, and I think the, the combination of whatever accusation it is, if it's something ridiculous, time will show that obviously it didn't it's have staying get power. Washed, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's going to be a watch. Let it breathe. Somebody else is going to do something dumber. <laughs> it's going to wash. Well, you. I mean, I mean, really there are these celebrities and there are these entertainers and these online influencers that will they they keep embroiling themselves in stuff and if they get in an accusation of some kind they just get deeper and deeper right. in the rabbit hole man you just need to chill out for a minute and it'll go away it, whether that's good or bad i don't know you know i can't say you know if yeah maybe the shit needs to stay around for some of these people but maybe you know it's really frivolous and and needs to go away so i don't know it it was just, I heard someone say, you know, really, it's hard to truly cancel someone, truly get rid of them for, you know, the rest of their life. Yeah. They, well, I guess the shit part about the whole deal, again, as long as it's not, as long as it's not some, some crazy situation is the massive disruption that can happen in someone's life due to, or the, the immediate consequences from something uh, that doesn't, A, it doesn't have staying power. B, it's like, why the fuck are we revisiting? I mean, well, uh, Kevin Hart did that with a thing that he had said. And he's like, I'm not apologizing for this shit. I'm not going to apologize for this. Oh, when he was, when he was, uh, removed from the Oscars as host, was it Oscars? Yeah. He, he declined. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. He, he stood his ground. 
And I was like, that's that's good for the guy because mm-hmm. that's the other position. Not that he should lose his job or any of that, in my opinion, but it's like, why the fuck are you going to rehash all this shit? Apollo 10 years later, 15 years. And I'm just talking public post. Like if there were some, again, some like uh, law breaking or, or, or what have you, then it's different. I'm just talking about a stupid comment or a stupid joke that was said that was taken out of context. So let me ask you, let me ask you. So we, we're at this point, it's uh, 2025. We've been doing the culture Jack podcast for over seven years. And something in our first year of shows, uh, it bubbles up to the surface, and and like we're an on-air show. You're yeah, on-air like show, or show. maybe a, maybe a tweet that we put out, or a, a Facebook post, or whatever. It comes to the surface, and they go, "My God, Anthony, why, why, why did you say that thing? You know, this this is terrible of you. You know, uh, to have said this thing. What do you have to say for yourself?" And they get the microphone, and the microphone's right in your face, and and you say. I don't know why Dustin said that, guys. <laughs> Clearly, you got the wrong voice on the mic. <laughs> uh, you know, well, it's funny that you say that because when you when you were just a, when you were you were bringing that, <laughs> you were up, thinking of all the stuff that we said. What did we say? Well, no, because one one stands out to me, and that that was the goddamn Me Too episode we did, and uh, where I I was trying not to make light of the situation, but I feel like maybe my comments. In regards to you, we're, we're could no. be well, no, no, not you as like Dustin, the the guy that was telling the story. But I could see how someone may not know us and be like, oh sure. my, oh my god, he has no empathy. He's he, making he's, light he's, of this person's harassment, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I could it, see that. I mean, but it's, it, I mean, that one would be like, hey, look. I mean, what would you say to someone if they if they it, brought that up and they were like, "I oh, dude, I wouldn't apologize for it." Well, but I know, but you would at least explain it. You'd talk about it, right? Um, or- yeah, it depends. It depends on like if they were going in like full on attack mode. Uh, what the context of what they were trying to, if I could acknowledge what they were trying to accomplish. Now, if Anthony just, supports rapists, would be their yeah, like if they were going like that, I'd be like. I would do a full explanation, A, of the context of that story. Anthony and, hates victims. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's way too early to start answering questions like that. Hire a PR person and have them deal with it. Um, but no, in, in that instance, yes, I would respond uh, and lightly tread into what what my feelings were and, and whatever happened and uh move on like i would immediately move on i would answer it and if they kept fucking badgering be like dude i already answered this shit like what are you, you're trying to haul me out it's like let me bring dustin back into this <laughs> you know in that situation i would i'd be like yeah hey guess what we're still doing the podcast together we talk all the fucking time what your interpretation of that conversation is is not what really happened right you know and and uh, like I'm just thinking for for myself. Uh, obviously, I didn't make fun of you in your event, but uh, if it happened to me, I'd be like, "Hey, look, I'm sorry if any anyone that's been a victim thinks that I was, you know, poking fun or anything. That wasn't my intention. Look, I I have been pals with this guy for a long time. <laughs> he was his emotion. He was laughing about it. I was laughing about it. Um, and that's how some people process those kinds of things as well. So um, we're okay. We're sorry if we, you know, messed up anyone else's headspace over it, but that wasn't our our intention at all. What, and, if, what if that got escalated? We had to have the conversation about removing the episode. No, it was a good okay. episode. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering if you were going to, what, what side of the fence? Yeah. I mean, I'm of the same mindset. I mean, I don't, you see, the the thing Fuck, about now it, it's probably going to happen. God damn it! We should not we, have brought it. We should not have brought shown a light on our dark corner of what? our podcast. I'm well. I'm I'm re-airing all the episodes starting in December anyway. Fantastic. So it's coming. It's Fantastic. coming back up anyway. It's it'll probably hit sometime in 2022. Um, you know the thing about it is, some people would uh would remove their episode, but I'm of the mind that. People can grow. So even if it was something that was maybe a little more offensive than, you know, what we perceive that to be, uh, why not leave it up and show that growth as as a person yeah. and be like, hey, look, this is where we were. We did say some messed up stuff or we did do some fucked up stuff. 
But that was us then. This is us now. That's not who, that's not what represents us today, you know? Um, and not to say that, you know, that, <laughs> that conversation wouldn't happen again if I told you another story like that. And, uh, I came in laughing about it and, and I was like, man, you know, this is how I get through the shit and join me, you know, yeah. essentially. Um, so I, I think, I think people need to be given an opportunity to grow as well. And as, like James Gunn, he had apologized for those tweets in the past yeah. previously before he was then canceled for those uh, tweets effectively. So, well, well and I think, that, I, I think that's exactly what it is though, too is the time, the growth, the change. Because remember, a tweet, a ill-placed message, something spoken dumb, it's like those are only, those moments are reduced down to maybe a minute, 30 seconds of someone's life at one point in time. You know what I mean? And try to hold, to try to hold them in account fucking 10 years. It's like, maybe I was having an off day and, and, and what have you, or, Maybe I misread something or maybe I had a bad day. Maybe my dog died and I was sad or maybe I was pissed off because of this, that or the other. And it's like that that's why it's so interesting. So 10 years ago, you did this. Let's re, let's rehash it tonight. And then you're sitting there like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking 10 years ago to the day. And at the moment when I wrote, you know, Dustin's hair is funny. I mean, like, what are we doing? <laughs> you're thinking about fuck? my hair. What I know. The fuck, you know, I, yeah, it's crazy. So the, the, uh, it, it has to be a balance. It has to be a balance between holding those with influence power and, and, uh, I don't want to say control over other people, but you know, they, uh, they're, they're respected, uh, holding them to account. And at the same time, uh, remembering that they're a person as well. I, mm. I, I think, you know, you've, you've got to, That's a good point. you've got to strike that balance because, uh, otherwise, that's how we get despots, man. That's how we get dictators yeah. is by allowing people to say and do whatever they want without without recourse or consequence. Yeah, and it's also it's also a way to push being a hypocrite and this, that, and the other, depending on who the purveyor is. It's like the the nitpicking stuff, man. Nitpicking. So okay, uh, so I let's see that that was uh, that one here. I, I've got a video game question for you so are you familiar with the term grind in video games that yeah tony hawk hitting that 50 50 rail grinding bro <laughs> that's a good, I got that's you. a good I, game i got you uh tony hawk uh, or ollie up land it i think ironically tony hawk the game doesn't have a lot of grind in it but what i'm i'm referencing specifically is i was a big rpg fan back when i was younger i, I don't know what your history is with like final fantasy you found final fantasy fan i don't want to share that with you at this time okay you just the initial fantasy not the final <laughs> final one for this man. i've never had a final fantasy so in an I'm rpg live you, <laughs> it's an ongoing fantasy <laughs> I know, I know, it's just a my, um, my ongoing okay nightmare. anyways though explain what the fuck a grind or what your what your term of grind is because <laughs> so <laughs> the, come the fans sit, are intrigued. come sit on my lap uh so the <laughs> there it was <laughs> apology coming for dustin <laughs> ten, 10 years i uh harassed anthony on the show he asked him to sit on my lap um the compilation <laughs> is coming yeah yeah i i will i should be held to account as i said previous um no, a grind in a video game is, you know, a many games have RPG elements to yeah. them. Yeah. Your fallouts, your Skyrims. Oh, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy. Yep. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that's something I can't bring up in 10 years. Um, And you want to level up slowly to get more and more powers, to get better uh, skills and abilities. And... Uh, Sometimes you have to take your time between boss fights, between levels, between areas of the game, because you're out there fighting the little, you know, warthogs and, and, and goat creatures in order to get your character to a higher level to be more well-equipped to fight later bosses and enemies. So that's grinding in a game. So my question uh, to you is what is your willingness uh, in, in video games to, to grind or like what was it as a as a youth and what is it now you're just saying all you're saying is is playing the game 
like you're grinding out to get your character up to up to snuff, right? Right, exactly. Oh, so like Jesus, it didn't need all of the. Have you played? Remember 1996 when Final Fantasy VII came out and you played it for the first time? Did you grind? Did you grind? Like, are you a grinder? That's. I wish we could have. We could play songs on here and shit because that'd be the perfect time to have hit R. Kelly, bumping. <laughs> he just he, he just got sent to prison, didn't he? I I know he was being faced with twenty five. Yeah, years I think or some he was. I don't, I don't think he was guilty, was. man. Was it? I whenever I think of R. Kelly, I think of that Dave Chappelle skit oh. where he's like, "I'm gonna piss on you." <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I guess grinding from back in the day until now. I, I you know I don't know if it's changed. And it, it, I don't think it's exclusive to RPGs. I think it's like, dude, if you're if you're really putting in the time, like there's a lot of automotive games where you had to, dude, you had to do race after race after race to build up your money to build your car. Right, and, right, right. Uh, baseball game, football game, to where it's like you just got to keep playing season after season after season to build fighting your team games, up. Fighting you gotta games, earn yeah. characters and whatnot. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it, 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 I'll answer your question in a moment, but I, I thought about this the other day. Um, like cheat codes and shit. Is that still a thing? Cause like, obviously we don't have the, uh, what was that? Game King game shark. Was that what it was called? The there game was a shark? game shark. There was a game genie. Yeah. Game genie. Like the, those were a thing not to, not, to, um, not to go in a different direction, but I think it's one in the same, in the same category because, uh, that would be a way to kind of expedite the process. Cheat codes uh, are still a thing. And like, you can still do them in video games. Yeah, I mean, de- depending on the game, and and many games uh, include cheat codes in the game. So, like, you just go into the options and you just unlock unlimited bullets, unlimited life, you know, no shit. whatever, and can just and can just play the game how you want to play it, which I think is awesome. Like, if you want to just go through the game and not be able to die because maybe you have a hard time, maybe you struggle with that sort of thing. Why not? I mean, it's your game. Right. You should be able to sure. play it how you want. You know. Sure. Yeah. I guess I I just <laughs> didn't think about that until then. Um. So as far as grinding goes, yeah, I actually it, depending on the game, man, that is what I actually like. I I, I almost like the best about the game uh, that aspect of it. I mean, an example of that could be Fallout. Like I liked the mini rewards leading to the big rewards, me going out to the wasteland and spending fucking hours. Most of the time in those types of games, to be honest, I don't, I'll kick it off with a story. And then once you get the opportunity to go, you know, do your, your scouring and your scavenging and your, and see you later, Sean, <laughs> I don't yeah. even care about you yeah, anymore. You're like, peace, peace. And I'm out there grinding it out so I can get a better gun or get better equipment to build a gun or whatever, whatever. That to me is the fun part. In fact, one of my biggest issues is, uh, with uh, racing games is that they have removed so much of that grind. It, it really fucking bothers me because it's like now you play a racing game and you're like, start the game. You went from a beater car, in some cases, not even a beater car, but like you get a Ferrari out of the gate, you get a Lamborghini out of the gate. Oh, if you want to buy a piece of shit jalopy and build it up, you can, but you get the maximum. Like, I don't like that, dude. As Hold on. As an aside real quick, yeah. before we move off of the racing games, did you see the Grand Theft, or not Grand Theft, Grand Turismo 7 uh, footage on the PlayStation Showcase? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. I, when I watched it, I was like, I wonder if he's watching this yeah. right now. because Well, so they, they do it. They still do it pretty good. Like, Grand Turismo has always been a quasi purist in that form because it's more of a motorsports as opposed to kind of free. But that, that is one thing that's always fucking bothered me about those games is how, because it doesn't feel like you're earning anything. That's the thing that I appreciate about the grind. It doesn't matter if it's fallout. I feel like my time is worth something more so than a cheat code more so than being like, Oh, I went from here to way up here. And then there's like no value. And like, it's kind of, you know, I can just kill anybody or I can, you know, get hit by the biggest, baddest boss and I'm okay. Or I've got the fastest car. I don't like accomplishing that early. man. So, um, all right. So those are kind of games where you can earn things, whether you're earning cars, you're earning stats for your fallout character or what, what have you. Now think of a like a platformer game. Think of like a Crash Bandicoot where 
you know, you're, you're crushing apple boxes and you're spending through warthogs and stuff. You don't have any, uh, experience that you're earning. You don't have any stats that you're leveling up. You're just going from level to level, you know, enjoying the, the gameplay that you, that well, you know, well, right? I think there is, there is right. Cause you, you break the crates, you get the apples or whatever. We get extra lives. Yeah. I mean, so I guess that's your, that's your deal though. You try to get all the boxes. <laughs> right. I know that's, that's the, the game, but what I'm, what I'm saying though, is at least in that way, uh, the, like the, the standard RPG fair where there's a, a leveling up to, uh, your gameplay mm -hmm. there, you, your skill set remains the same. You yeah. have a jump, you have a spin, you have a, a run this way or that way. Um, and there's other ways that those kinds of games will pad themselves mm. or a game like an Assassin's Creed where, you know, you have 15, uh, go, go find my missing horse missions mm -hmm. in the game, um, which are, are fine. You know, it's fine to have. And for people that, you know, can only maybe afford one AAA game a year, it's good to have a nice big fat padded game. Uh, I was just kind of curious, you know, as a man who values his time and has much less time now as an adult to play games than you did as a youth, what is the amount of padding of the amount of fluff in a game that you're willing to put up with? And um, whether it's uh, padding and fluff that's necessary to get you to beat that boss or it's padding and fluff that... You don't have to do. You can just stick to the the main mission quest and and go about your day. If I'm understanding this correctly, because I think, I I think oh, it was convoluted as uh, hell. Yeah, I God. asked uh, it like a, <clears throat> a sphinx. A well, well, it, it's so elusive to each game though, because you could we could sit here and debate this game versus that game. Uh, holistically, I don't like a lot of padding. I like it to where it's like this is what you're doing, right? And this is how you get there. Now, I don't like it when it's only one way to get there. Like a lot of RPGs, like Cyberpunk, we, you know, I played quite a bit of that uh, quasi recently where it's like, I don't have to just do X right. to get to Y. Um, so I appreciate the ability to go, Laura, you got to learn what the fuck you're doing, understand the, the, the world and get some dialogue going or the story going. Um, but again, you know, I want to grind out. I want to get, I want to be able to get in and do that. Now with that being said, because of my limited time, I want to be able to get in and do that easily. I don't want to get back into it and be like, and that's, that's a challenge I have where like, I'll get back into something and then it takes fucking 20 minutes to figure out what the fuck I was doing. Oh, there's great memes where <laughs> you, Wait, uh, why, why am I on the skyscraper in this yeah, room? You, you boot up a game and you're, <laughs> you're like, where am I? Yeah. I'm not familiar with this place. Yeah. I think that is, that's, that's one of the toughest things, but to answer your question. Yeah. I don't like a lot of padding. I like it to be like, here it is. Do your deal. I don't want to, be cohorted into this thing or have to have to go this channel. If I want to go fight the fucking boss, I can either fall in suit with the story that leads me to that boss or if fucking in some cases you just go right over to the boss, I guess too. So I I'm notoriously not beating games that I play. I have a back catalog of games because <laughs> honestly, a lot of them do have a lot of side quests. A lot of them mm -hmm. do have a lot of things that you can just go off and do and it's hard for me to just ignore that. It's hard for me to go, I'm just going to go complete the main quest and beat the game and move on to something else. Instead, I do the side quests for a while. I get overwhelmed with the amount of things that have to do. And then I put the game down, ultimately never finishing the game and adding it to a, <laughs> a great pile of games that I have not finished. Um, and so it's it's funny because, you know, whether it is uh, padding in the in way of extra extemporaneous, non-essential, frivolous quests, or whether it is, you know, grinding and XP gathering, or even in like level design, you know, where they will have like uh, similar cookie cutter mini bosses that show up over and over and over again, like just to make maybe a game that. Uh, was originally 20 hours, a 40 hour game just to pad their game a little bit. And I, I just want, 
if there's any game developers that listen to the culture jack podcast for the love of god our time is valuable mm. make your game make it make it succinct make it concise um i mean do have the extra missions and shit but allow me to complete it without uh <clears throat> the extra stuff i guess yeah well like the extra missions and side missions like as long as the reward is worth the time great you know what I mean? Like, I, I have no problem, and I've enjoyed a ton of side missions. One thing that came to mind when you were when you were just talking is those fucking missions that almost make no sense that take forever. You know, an example of that is like, hey, you got to go drive across town to talk to this guy and then turn around and drive back across town to talk to that guy and then turn around. And, and it's like, wouldn't you just call this motherfucker and that that be it and I could just bypass this whole thing? Um, between that and then useless dialogue or or that kind of fluff too to where it was like was that necessary right you know or again is that fluff um okay so that's that one i'm just marking these (laughs) off i just i got a list of things that i wanted to talk to you about uh let's see what's next you got the iphone 13 I do iPhone 13 what do you think what do you think of it i know you talked about it a little bit on your show but what what uh What's your big takeaways from it? Buy, sell. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. One, I was going to, to, I guess, set the stage for it. I had an iPhone 11 Pro Max. And then, obviously, just went over to the 13. I did travel with it, which to me is important. Traveling with a phone, taking photos, utilizing the battery life, kind of seeing seeing what it is. So I did get the uh, ability to do that. So I, I love it, dude. The 120 hertz refresh rate or the variable Refresh rate on the screen is a game changer if you're accustomed to Apple products. Uh, idling at 60 and now being able to go from, I think, like 20 up to 120. It, it It's just like almost a different phone. Uh, so that is huge. The video and photos, of course, are fucking great because that's what they that's what they do. Um, but I, I guess the most notable things is the new A15 chip is crispy. The, the hertz are fast. And then, of course, updating to iOS 15, which is a software thing, which other phones can take advantage of as well. Um, but because I switched phones and then predominantly used iOS 15 over the last week or two, or week, on the phone, I love it, dude. I do. I do. Um, and I'm not saying that as, as, as a fan of, oh, I just like it because I like it. No, I mean, dude, the refresh hurts on the, the fucking screen. Make it different. It's smoother. It's quicker. It's very snappy. Um, the the new chip is snappy. The battery life was very good. The, uh, yeah, all around great buy. Super happy with it. I also up, upgraded to 512. I'm extremely interested. I've not done this yet, but now with the, I think you have to get the 256 and above. So you can utilize ProRes for video, which is, like a very nice format to put it put it 512 easy. gigabytes yeah. on phone yeah that's amazing yeah they got one ter- one terabyte too um something i want to mention though yeah that i thought was super fucking cool was i was watching movies on a recent plane trip right and i've got different headphones like many people do right you may have wired headphones you may have uh wireless headphones you may have over the ears whatever i brought my my over the ears with me that are uh, dre studio threes wireless and mm-hmm. they're, they're nice they do a good job they got noise canceling and you could turn the feature on in the phone i switched over and i intentionally did this because i was like oh yeah i want to i want to try to see how this spatinal sound is in conjunction with the noise reduction with the airpods pros uh the I think the AirPod Pros are standalone. I don't think there's a two yet. But anyways, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay, let's try this out on the on a plane. And the the point was because of all the noise and all of this stuff. Fucking amazing. Real nice, huh? Amazing. They blew my my Beats Studios, the big over the years, one of the, the premium headphones from uh, the Beats, blew it out of the water. It was like... I was sitting there, right? So I had my phone just just to lay context to what I was what I was doing, sitting in a airline seat. I was actually right next to the fucking the uh, the turbine or the the motor of the thing, so it was pretty loud, not crazy loud, but loud. Uh, and I'm sitting there watching this, and I turn it all on, and 
dude, I'm watching this and I'm like, man, can other people hear this? And, <laughs> and I say that not because of the loudness, but because of how the sound was being delivered. It was like sound was being delivered all the way across your eardrum. Really? Yeah. It's just, it was so good, dude. It was like, it was captivating the show I was watching. I was just like, and then I'd mute it and be like, look around. I'm like, fucking, am I bothering people? <laughs> Nothing. And I'm like, how polite this of is you. So, this is so fucking, it was just strange. Uh, it just, it just was. Uh, so if you have those headphones, make sure and take the opportunity. You can click on the headphones uh, sound button mm-hmm. on your Apple phone. And this is all Apple phones. It's not exclusive to the 13. Um, and you might have that feature. I think right now it's exclusive to the uh, iPod Pros or AirPod Pros. Um, but you can also turn on and off other devices with, you know, noise canceling and some of the other things. But I thought that was fucking amazing. Hmm. Good. I'm glad uh, that the iPhone 13 is working out for you. I'm I, like, I'm a guy who I go a few generations before I get a new. That's well, that's, that's what typically. I did. Yeah, well, you see, you you made the jump from eleven to eleven to thirteen. I, I'm on uh, the iPhone five currently. No, you're not. I, J, JK, no, no, JK. I was about to say, Jesus. I got a twelve. There's um, no fucking way with the three cameras. It's super cool. Okay, yeah. so um, I got one one thing, and then I got one thing that we'll we'll close the episode out with. So is that here. two things, or what? One well, thing one thing, the, okay, the one, the one thing, the first one thing <laughs> is, uh, first one thing. it's very quick. Uh, well, maybe it's quick. I don't know. We'll see. Like sometimes we get into these things and I'm thinking, okay, well he'll give his comment and then we'll move on. And then we have a 20 minute conversation about it. But, um, I was watching a, a video online of a confrontation between, there was a man who was in uh, some building uh, and he was filming the building uh, for whatever reason he was doing. It. He's one of these guys. I don't know if you've seen him. These like first amendment protector guys that uh, they go out and basically they look for confrontation uh, to, mm. to challenge people and yeah, yeah, people seen. challenge them filming. They're like, well, yeah. it's my right to film. Yeah, And yeah. that's the purpose of them filming is to have these confrontations. And, uh, a guy, you know, came up to him and challenged him and said, what are you doing? Who can I help you? you this, this is, you know, not allowed in here. And then the other guy's got to challenge him and say, it's mm-hmm. actually my right. It's a public building. I can film if I want. And that's the the whole purpose of the video, right. essentially. And I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this confrontation happen between these two grown men. And then the police are called and yep. then the police can't do anything about it because it is his First Amendment right. And they, you, you know, they're protecting the guy who just wanted a confrontation the whole time as well. Uh, and as I'm watching this man try and kick this guy out for filming, um, and I'm watching this man insist that he has the right to film, I'm just thinking to myself the whole time, both of these people are children. Yeah. Like egos are so quickly, uh, damaged and people are so quickly offended by one another that they're just willing to get into these huge pride driven, uh, ego fights on the internet. I just wanted to know what your, your take on that was. I, I think it was like a year or two ago. And I might've mentioned this on the podcast. I was watching some shit on YouTube and you know, how the, the, the YouTube fucking deep web goes, you're watching one thing you're oh, led yeah. to another thing you led to, but I, I ended up watching a guy that was doing that shit. Exactly what you were saying, right? This first amendment stuff. It's my right. I can do this. I can do that. Um, and I ended up watching a couple of videos and then it, it was a video where this dude, this, the same guy that's already done several videos had, uh, I don't know how he figured it out. He figured out that there was a film crew shooting a movie at this location. And this guy was such a fucking douchebag, dude. <laughs> and he was doing the same thing, same thing, but you can see. Like this whole, you know, there, there's a film crew. They're shooting him a fucking movie, a scene for a movie. That'd be and, sweet to and, see, man. Oh, it would be sweet, be sweet to see. To like that alone would be sweet to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is going out of his way to film. And it was this huge fucking debate. Same kind of situation. Cops were called. Actually, there was security there. And then the cops were called because the guy wouldn't fucking leave. He's like, no, it's my right. It's like, well, 
we understand that too, but you can't, you're not going to be in the fucking movie. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, kind of situation. And it was, it was, uh, cause they had part of it partitioned and all of this shit. Right. Um, it's just someone, like you said, looking for a fight. It's someone trying to prove someone wrong. There's a lot of people that want that acknowledgement. I mean, and it even goes back to some of the shit earlier when we were talking about people fucking bringing up stuff from the past and all of this. And it's like a lot of people want the satisfaction to prove you wrong or to prove that I can do this and you can't fucking stop me. And it is very, it is a very adolescent, uh, uh, yeah man thing it, but but how how often if you really think about that being proven wrong or being corrected that is the one thing that is relatable to that in my opinion that really fucking bothers me and i've called because uh, i've been called out on in the mid-sentence i've been called out on shit and it was like wait uh what wait what was that and their their uh only intent was Oh, that's not what that word you said meant right there. And I'm like, yeah, but okay, so I'm done talking now. So continue. Well, no, I, I just wanted to make sure you knew that. It's like, but you interrupted me mid-sentence <laughs> to say, I didn't even get to finish what I was saying. Listen, dude, I'm sorry I corrected you that one time. I didn't no, know no, you took no. it so bad. Uh, no, but that's not my point. My I'm point is that there are so many people that are are unwilling to be patient and unwilling to right. like, just let the fucking thing ride in the, in that guy's case, the first amendment motherfuckers is like, dude, stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop it. Don't go out of your way to fuck with someone. Ultimately, if you like, if you want to film and like you're putting a movie together or you want to show, Hey, I'm going to show Dustin this, this building, uh, or in the case of the film set, Hey, don't be a dipshit. Like you, you're, don't be intrusive to a film set. You know what the fuck is going right, on. Right. They probably had to shut that movie down for the rest of the day. They probably didn't get the work done that they needed to because they were dealing with probably, this guy. Probably. Uh, and then Lord oh knows God. if he came back, you know, or or I'm, whatever. I'm back. I mean, just because you just because you can doesn't mean that like, you have to. Like it's uh there's a, there's this thing called common courtesy and decency toward your fellow human being, you know, have it. And if someone, if you're doing something and someone says, Hey, that's messing me up, man, that's fucking me up. There is no world where I want to say, you know, it's my right to mess you up as much as I can instead of going, Oh my bad. I didn't realize I was messing with your business and then take my business elsewhere. I mean, if I can, unless, you know, like I'm chewing food at my table in a restaurant, someone comes over. I don't like the way you're chewing Mac. Well, sorry, but I got to eat my food over here. So, yeah. Well, but yeah, that's still, that's still a great point uh, with that holistically. Um, because often people will do those things. They'll fucking nitpick people. Uh, but it goes it goes both ways, man. I I am not a fan of of any of that shit, and I try not to be that guy either, though. Because right, right, right. There there are times where I become irritated, and I'm like, do I say something, or do I not? I mean, if they're doing something outrageous, then yes, of course I will. But if they're doing something that it's a me situation, not them, right? You know what I mean? Uh, if you're over there tapping your fucking finger while you're writing or listening to a song. That's more of a me situation than probably a you situation, right? right? And I'm not going to walk up to, you know, it, it's a give and take, I guess. Right. And and honestly, like even in that situation, if I'm writing and I'm tapping and I'm, I'm not aware of it or something, yeah. and it's really, you know, maybe someone's got like an auditory sensory shit, or I don't know. And they're like, hey, dude, can you cool it? Like, I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't even realize. Like, yeah. it, uh, And then you just go right back. And then I've, well, it depends, too, because sometimes, no, like, dude. I've I've maybe been doing something. I wasn't something. talking about you. I mean, don't take it personally. Like, <laughs> maybe, sometimes this hypothetical man has yeah. been doing some uh, maybe absent-minded stuff. And if someone in public, like, in an airport, I was watching some YouTube video or something, and some dude turned to me, and he's like, you got to turn that down, and it's a fucking airport or something. And he was very rude about it. And so I turned the thing up, you know, because uh, yeah. <laughs> I was being I was being very petty at yeah. that point. Had he turned to me and said, hey, could you turn that down? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that, I don't know. Just but, be nice to yeah. your fellow man. Yeah. Is, it, and it does happen. And it also matters how, like like you said, though, because I remember being on a plane and I had my uh, tray down. 
and I would lean on the tray and the guy in front of me didn't like that. And he said something to me. I'm like, Hey man, uh, I'm not trying. Well, you keep bumping the tray. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not like intentionally bumping the tray, but I'm not, not going to use my tray. Cause I, I had food and a drink. It's like, sorry, dude. And, uh, he got fucking by the, by midway through the, the uh, flight, he was getting fucking pissed. And he turns back. He's like, what is your problem? And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, I don't have a fucking problem. If you got a, what, what is your problem? Is this like, the same guy that got deal? kicked off your flight? No. Oh. No, oh, actually, I got to tell, tell that story. Yeah, tell it, man. Oh. Um, anyways. Wait until next episode. Yeah, we'll do it in the next episode. That's actually a, a decent story. But anyways, the guy got so fucking irritated. And he was being a dick to me about it. And it was like, dude, what? In that case, you know, it's like, then I was sitting there trying not to touch my tricks. I'm like, <laughs> And I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And I said that. I, I Well, I didn't say fuck this guy because <laughs> it was a work-related thing. But it was just like, hey, man, this is a give and take. The tray's on the back of your fucking chair. Right. Let's Sorry, be, in the, bro. be in the middle. I'll try and be a little more gentle. You'll try and be a little more patient. We'll, yeah. we'll both yeah. be adults about it and, and go about our, our flight. Okay. So that was the one thing. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have three one things, just two one things. Uh, okay. The other one thing. I've I've written here, so let me read verbatim off my notes. With mouses, with oh, with movies. God, my writing. <laughs> with movies and games moving more and more toward streaming, uh, how will we we be able to measure success? Is what I've written here. So, uh, we've got uh, products like Game Pass on Microsoft, um, on on the Xbox, where you know, we don't get a, a general, you know, numerical value of that game success. Like before we get, you know, Grand Theft Auto five has earned $180 million in its first week. Uh, this is great. Obviously we're going to see a sequel to this. Um, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> Black Widow is earning, you know, 300 uh, million in the theater in its first two, three week run. Uh, this is, this is great. Obviously it's a great success. We're going to see a sequel or a spinoff to it. Um, how will we be able to measure or uh, determine like a, a product or a, a properties, I guess, I guess value as we move toward this more digital space in the future. I just, uh, you know, it, it's metrics that they're already currently using, even with the, with uh, some of these, some of these uh, other shows, because you still can, A, you can still buy a digital copy, right? So purchase. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say downloads, views, length of watch. I know, but like sometimes uh, I'll be watching like a Netflix show or a Hulu show mm -hmm. and you don't you don't have that information that's internal information like the box office yeah, numbers well of course it is right but I, what, what what is what are you trying to do with that information what am i trying to do i'm trying to determine the success of a thing oh you're, you know you're, you're I, trying to report yeah so they're not sharing a lot of that because even yeah. netflix is notoriously known for even to some of its producers uh some of show showrunners and all of that uh not showing them some of those statistics as well i i understand what you're saying um, they need to change the way that they share information. That's the, really the the crux of that situation. They're, it's like they're not gonna because they, they they have that information. You can bet your oh, fucking ass for sure. Now, I, like going into a, a Netflix show and finding a Netflix show that I really like, and I'm like, God, this is this is so great. Uh, and then you know a week or two goes by, and it's like, oh yeah, we canceled that show. It wasn't performing well. And I'm like, well, that caught me off guard. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was such a good show. I, right? I mean, aside from, I guess you could probably go on the internet and see the kind of popularity that it has just in an anecdotal way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you could. But uh, other than, other than that, you know, I'm going to be completely blown away when there's a season two or when season one was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I understand when I completely understand what you're saying, but yeah, you'd you'd probably have to go to the the internet when, internet and look around. You can also on in some occasions, some occasions like Netflix will have on the header line or title line, uh, you know, new season in the works. Like 
I think they need to be more prone to doing that with all of the streaming services um, because as a subscriber to the service, it only makes sense to me to give me that indicator right. and that information up front and not wait eight months for a trailer. Like, why wouldn't you share that with me? I, not as soon as the thing's greenlit, but like, Put a fucking note on there if I'm this watching. This is why I subscribe, man, th- that's, for this th- show. That's right. You know, if I'm watching, you know, whatever, 30 Rock, it should say, hey, next season is in production and be current, right? Um, and they do that sometimes, but it is it is a strange, it, it is kind of strange um, for understanding, I guess, the success of the show. But it's also strange, yeah, of not knowing, like, being able to do an evalu- a, a pretty quick evaluation on whether or not is there going to be a season two or three? Was this successful enough to accomplish what whatever they intended to accomplish? And uh, am I going to be able to enjoy this next year as well as is this? Because, dude, right now, um, and as we've seen, I mean, there's there's what we would think is good shit that goes away. And you're like, fuck. Well, I was just talking to you about uh, the, the Constantine show, the CW Arrowverse Constantine show yesterday. And though you didn't see it, like, I love that show. It was great, and it was canceled after one season. Um, but that one was on a network. Mm. And so, you know, the the kind of, the writing was on the wall, so to speak. Yep. It, was, uh, it wasn't going to go on because it wasn't as successful. And I guess it's not really a huge thing, but to us, you know, in this space, in this entertainment media adjacent space where we report on these kinds of things it's good to be able to tell folks hey this made a hundred million dollars that you know the actors are very pleased the the directors have signed on for a sequel we know something is coming up at least in this universe or in this um anthology set or what what have you uh to i guess keep ourselves informed and then keep our our dear culture jack listeners informed as well yeah. Yeah. Well, and as a consumer, I mean, you want to know, like, I, I know I want to know, right. is there another season coming? Did I want to know when it's the last and final season on whether, you know, like, oh, shit, the show is ending forever. Right. Season right. eight, whatever. Season six um, and what have you. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, There's a good one strange. I was watching. Uh, uh, Dirk, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Did you ever see that? It's got um, uh, Elijah Wood in it. Oh, I do. Know, I know what you're talking about. It's so good. It's Is only it two good? seasons long. Oh, though. Gotcha. so um, and they were setting up such a beautiful character arc for um, they they've got these holistic powers, and there's like a holistic assassin who says she's like, you know, I I only kill you if the universe tells me to kill you. And she's, she like stumbles around and she's like, I don't know. I guess I get in this car and I go where I need to go when it runs out of gas. That's where I'm supposed to be. And that's who I'm supposed to kill. Uh, it's, it's so awesome. And the character arcs are so good. There's a dude who was working with this lady and he eventually got captured by well i'm i don't i never mind. yeah damn I never you were mind. going never mind. i was gonna spoil the whole thing <laughs> it's it's so good though i you should you should watch it. at least watch yeah. the first couple episodes and then you'll be hooked i'm i'm pretty sure but they, it got canceled after its second season mm. um which is yeah, it's such a shame is it and gaming is moving that way as well you know with game pass i pay my ten dollar subscription service but the games that are on that service i don't know if they're successful I know the uh, conversion rate for uh, indie developers that have put games on services like Game Pass is really good for, um, you know, actual sales for the game. So, like, they have it on Game Pass, it gets a little more exposure, and then it sells, you know, a little bit better there. (laughs) Are you you over it? Thanks for explaining that to me. You're you're welcome. All right, I'm going to end the episode. If you don't have anything else you want to talk about on no, this no. episode of the Friday it show, a, it was a a nice kind of rapid fire refresher of different of different things. It's the earliest episode I've ever done, man. Yeah, no, that was good. That was definitely session. good. So yeah. All right, all right, everyone. That's going to be it for the Friday show. Uh, thank you for for tuning in. Thank you to my guest Anthony for showing up on this one. If you want to follow the show, there's a few ways that you can do that. You can get a hold of us 
on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Culture Jack. You can uh, send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Um, leave us a review, subscribe, and follow uh, the podcast. We are available on almost every streaming platform. But that's it for the Friday show uh, today, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Ooh, cheers. Thank you.